It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Alec trying to steer around, picked off, centered, they score! Back over to Manny, splits the defense, his shot, he scores! Back in his own end there was Shillington, on collision, VL, centering feed, they score! This is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Sharks AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. Welcome to another episode of CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, proud AHL affiliate of the NHL's San Jose Sharks. I'm your host, Nick Nolenberger. In this episode, we'll be joined by Barracuda Rookie of the Year and lone all-star from this past season, Joachim Blickfeld. But before we get to that interview, we start today's podcast, Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020, with breaking news. The Sharks have officially announced their 2021 coaching staff. In addition, the Barracuda have announced their 2021 coaching staff. Drum roll, please. I'm excited to announce that Roy Sommer will be rejoining the Barracuda as the team's head coach. After getting the call up to the big club last December as an associate coach, Sommer will be returning to the AHL for a record 23rd season in 2020-21. The 63-year-old Oakland native was originally hired by the Sharks to guide their top prospects on May 28th of 1998 when the organization's AHL club was the Kentucky Thoroughblades. Sommer would follow the Sharks' affiliate history from Kentucky, 1998-01, to then to Cleveland from 2001-2006, to and from Cleveland to Worcester from 06-2015, before the organization relocated its AHL franchise to San Jose in 2015 to become the Barracuda. During that span, Sommer coached 1,638 regular season games, more than any other coach in the 85-year history of the league, boasting a record of 773 wins, 664 losses, 48 ties, and 153 overtime slash shootout losses. His 773 wins are the most in AHL history. In the American League, Sommer has coached more than 130 players who have gone on to play in the NHL, a list that includes Logan Couture, Tomas Hurdle, Timo Meyer, Kevin LeBanc, Joe Pavelski, Dan Boyle, Ryan Clough, Douglas Murray, Jonathan Chichu, Mika Kippersoff, Yevgeny Dabakov, and so on and so forth. The list, tremendous. On December 11, 2019, Sommer joined the coaching staff of the Sharks as an associate coach. His previous NHL coaching experience had been as an assistant from 1996 to 98 for the Sharks under then-head coach Daryl Sutter. As a player, Sommer's career spanned 10 seasons after being drafted by the Maple Leafs in 1977, scoring a goal in his NHL debut with the Wayne Gretzky-led Oilers and winning a Calder Cup with the Maine Mariners in 1984. With Sommer returning back to the AHL, 
Jimmy Bono and Mike Chason, who took over as co-coaches last year following the departure of Sommer, will now go back to their post as assistant coaches. Meanwhile, Nick Gialdini will return as the club's video coach and hockey operations manager. John McCarthy had to call it a career after 10 fabulous seasons within the organization and joined the Barracuda's coaching staff midway through last year. He will now become a development coach for the organization after serving as the Barracuda's assistant following his retirement in late December. The Barracuda have also added Danny Sabarin as goaltending development coach. Sabarin spent the last few seasons in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League as the goaltending coach for the Rue Naranda Huskies, working with Sharks goaltending prospect Zachary Emon. In other AHL Pacific Division news, the Colorado Avalanche announced the re-signing on a two-year deal for 24-year-old forward Logan O'Connor, a former teammate of Sharks prospect Dylan Gambrell at Denver University. In 2019-20, O'Connor skated in 40 games with the Avalanche's AHL affiliate, the Colorado Eagles, collecting 12 goals and 13 assists for 25 points. O'Connor also skated in 16 regular season games with the Avs, notching two goals, and he remained with the club through the postseason, registering one assist and five cup playoff outings. The Coyotes announced a one-year extension for netminder Aiden Hill. The 24-year-old went 15-5 and in 20 appearances a season ago with the Tucson Roadrunners, the Coyotes' AHL affiliate, posting a 2.40 goals against and a career-best 918 save percentage. He also went 2-4-3, and three, with a 2.62 GAA and a 9.18 save percentage in 13 games with the Coyotes. The Bakersfield Condors also announced the re-signing of defenseman Ryan Stanton. The 31-year-old will enter his 11th professional year in 2020-21. Last season, Stanton spent the entire campaign with the Ontario Reign, affiliate of the LA Kings. The two previous seasons he spent in Bakersfield. Stanton has 120 NHL games under his belt with Chicago, Vancouver, and Washington, tallying four goals and 23 assists in those 120 games. In other Pacific Division news, the Seattle Kraken recently announced the organization's plans for a state-of-the-art sports and entertainment arena for Southern California's Coachella Valley, which will serve as the home of the Kraken's American Hockey League franchise beginning in 2022. The project includes an adjacent training facility and community gathering spaces. The announcement marks a new direction from the first concept presented in late 2019 that proposed an arena located on 16 acres of tribal land in downtown Palm Springs. Groundbreaking and arena construction are scheduled for 2021. The project will be complete during the last quarter of 2022 with the Kraken's inaugural AHL Palm Springs franchise targeting to begin play in 2022-23. The Kraken are exploring all AHL affiliation options when they begin play in the NHL in 2020-21. It was originally thought that when the Kraken began play in 2021-22, that their AHL affiliate would also begin in Palm Springs. With this news, that will not be the case. Instead, Palm Springs will begin the following season, so the Kraken, in the meantime, will have to choose a temporary city to host their AHL affiliate when they kick off NHL play this next season. With that final note, 
We now throw it to our interview with Barracuda forward and Sharks prospect, Joachim Blickfeld. We are pleased to welcome in Barracuda and Sharks forward, Joachim Blickfeld. Blitchy, what's going on? Where are you at right now? I'm back home with my parents in, uh, in Denmark. Give us an idea of your hometown. What, what type of town is it? I don't know if you've been in a town in the States that you could compare it to but give us a lay of the land um it's it's pretty small uh basically everybody knows everybody yeah people like sports in, in this town do you get recognized on a daily basis now that you've played some games in the nhl and i'm sure there's not a lot of guys in that region let alone your country that are at your level do you get recognized a lot uh no i don't no <laughs> no only people that know anything about hockey, that's pretty much it. What have you been able to do over the last few months, you know, with quarantine and everything? Give us an idea of what you originally did when, you know, everything halted. Did you immediately head back home? Did you hang out in San Jose for a little bit? And now that, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty used to our current lifestyles, um, what have you been able to do from a, you know, a training standpoint now that you're back home? Um, yeah, me and Trucy went home pretty much so. Uh, right away when we found out we could go back so uh but otherwise uh we have to be indoors and everything was shut down when i got back um it slowly start to open up again and i've been able to train uh with my trainer he has his own uh, own gym so uh i'm just been hanging out with him and then i'm on the ice with the with the hometown team here what have you been working on uh, from a training standpoint? Anything you've been, you know, isolating this off season? Just getting bigger, uh, pushing more muscles on. That's pretty the the main thing. Yeah. Is is that what they spoke to you when you left San Jose and you had your your final kind of exit interview? Um, is that something they talked about? Just continuing to add mass and and be able to get a little bigger and stronger? Yeah, you know, when you're playing with the big boys, they they're obviously big and, and strong, so you want to be able to to be in that category. So. Uh, yeah, I've been working on getting some muscles on and, and obviously my skating as well. Now that you know what the pro level is all about, both at the AHL and the NHL level, how much more comfortable do you feel going into this second year than how you felt just a year prior? You know, I feel great. You know, you, I got a little taste of how it is to be in the NHL. And uh, obviously now I, I know everyone in the whole organization. So uh, I think it should be a lot easier my, my second year uh, playing there. So you mentioned you went back home with Truzy. I'm sure you guys, did you fly back home together? I'm assuming. Um, and have you been able to uh, hang out with him at all? Have you guys trained together at all? I went to Copenhagen once and uh, went on the ice and he was there. So I saw him for two days and that's it. Alexander True, not only your countrymen, but you guys have become really close. It seems like over the last year and a half, have you kept in touch with him and besides going and visiting and how's he doing? He's doing great. You know, Alex, he's, He's a beast. So uh, he, uh, yeah, we talk, uh, we talk a lot and, uh, you know, hear how things are going and talking about when we should head back and, and stuff. So uh, he's good. We were talking to Leon Bergman the other day and he talked about skating with his hometown team as well. You said that's what you've been doing to get on the ice. Has it been pretty competitive? What's kind of the tempo when you're on the ice with those guys? Different from being over there, that's for sure. But uh it's it's been all right obviously i just i'm not thinking too much about how the tempo is and stuff it's just uh to get on the ice and to be ready uh, to ca training camp uh, in san jose so have you been able to catch any of the bubble hockey so far or is the the time difference just too drastic for you to catch any of the nhl action right now 
No, I wake up every morning to watch every every highlight. So um, uh, I know what's going on. Has anything impressed you so far? And who do you got uh, making a long run? Uh, I feel like Colorado is pretty good, um, and I I think that it's a good uh, good battle with them and and uh, Dallas. So, uh, but I think Colorado is uh, is pretty good. What are you most looking forward to when you get back to San Jose? Um, just being with the, all the boys again. Um, it's been a long time with, without seeing them, and uh, I'm looking forward to everybody being back together again. Do you feel like your your clock is starting to tick? This is the time of year that you'd be coming back to San Jose. Do you feel like you're getting that urge and the itch to get back on? Well, you can definitely feel you've been home for, for a long time now, and uh, you're just waiting on uh, – to get the season going again that's for sure so you're living with your parents i'm sure they were extremely excited when you returned back home but are they sick of you yet now that you've been yeah. there for a few months yeah you know being that when you live alone for a whole year and you come home and they tell you to do the dishes do do that uh you get kind of kind of tired of it and i'm sure they're tired of me as well so uh they can't wait for me to leave do you ever joke with them saying when when they ask you to do the dishes or take out the garbage do you guys know? You guys know what I do. You guys know who I am. <laughs> no, I don't. No. no. <laughs> yeah, they they got you. I'm sure they were a big part of getting you where you're at. Um, yeah. Let's pivot a little bit. We've got a little more. Um, I would say lighthearted questions um, that we'll dive into quickly. I've been asking a lot of the incoming guys this question, and I think it reveals uh, some good answers. So we'll ask you as well. What are three things that fans would not know about you unless you told them? I don't know. Every time I go to Starbucks, I say my name is Peter or Oliver. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty superstitious, and I'm a great cook. A great cook. All right. Yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to have Truzy confirm that. <laughs> so why, why Peter? That's your alter ego. That's your Starbucks name. Did they just butcher your name so many times you said, enough with this, I'm going to have a, another name? Yeah. Yeah. And what, what type of superstitions? Uh, do you have is there you got to put a, the right pant leg on first or do you have anything that you follow every single game day uh yeah I go left to right every time um got to hear the same songs going to the rink every time uh yeah me and Trucy have been talking about that because he want to hear some different songs that I do so if I score one game and we hear uh one type of song I want to hear it the next time but Trucy don't want to hear it so it's been uh it's fun, that's for sure. It sounds like he's not quite as superstitious. Have you kind of dragged him into any of those um, those uh, habits, or is he is he kind of got his own thing? No, he. I think Truzy kind of got his own thing, but I don't think he believes in it too too much. So when you're rolling into the Starbucks pregame, getting ready for the game, what's what's uh, your order? An ice vanilla latte. Ice vanilla latte. All right, that gets you a little bit fired up. Does that, that get the, the legs going? That's just because it tastes good. <laughs> That's, and it's probably at this point, it's superstitious as well. You can't mess it. You yeah. can't mess with your order. All right, another question for you. If you were shipwrecked on a deserted island, food and water was taken care of. What are two items that you had to have with you? Three items? Two. Two. Uh, a phone? Probably, and I don't know, probably somebody to talk to. That's that's fair enough. Bergie said his phone and internet, but I guess if you've got uh, 
you've got service, you're, you're okay, but you'll need, I guess you'll need a charger too to make sure that thing doesn't die on you. Yeah. Probably. So we'll, we'll, we'll bundle the charger and the phone together. What's one restaurant in San Jose that has become your favorite since your time uh, with the club? It was right around the corner, uh, like small Italian spot. What are you ordering? I can't remember what it's called either, but it was really good. <laughs> you know, like it's been a while, so we'll give you a break. Yeah. It's been a while since you've been out here. Um, what's the scariest movie that you saw when you were a kid? Oh, I hate all scary movies. I, I can't watch them. Anything uh, that's still that's still giving you nightmares to this day? Um, what's it called? The Conjuring, or what's it called? I, be, I think that's right, The Conjuring. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it, but... It sounds, just the name itself yeah, sounds scary. It. Don't watch it. All right, what's the funniest thing that has happened to you recently? I don't know. That's a good question. We'll put, we put you on the spot. We'll, we'll give you a break. Last question. We'll leave you this with this one. Um, if you had $50,000 to start your own business, what business would you start? I would probably start, I can't say because then somebody would take my idea. <laughs> Fair enough. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. I like that. That's uh that's a, you're just covering your bases with that, with that answer. So uh, I know you, you, you've got things, you get things away from the ice that you enjoy. We'll ask you one more question. If you weren't playing pro hockey, what, what do you think you'd be doing right now? I don't know. I always said I wanted to be a policeman, a police officer. Uh, but I don't really know me and my best friend. We always joke about, uh, if I don't make it, uh, I can go into his family company and and uh, and do stuff there. So um, I think I'm covered up. So you've got a backup plan. I got a backup plan. Okay. Well, man, it was great catching up with you. Um, good to see that you're doing well and staying safe. Hopefully we'll see you in mid-November when training camp kicks off. But until then, stay safe, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. You too. Thanks, Chris.